0: Blog TALK
1: RADIO What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and we are back at it. We're back at it. You know what I'm saying? Jets got an upcoming game here against the Patriots. Jets have got themselves some Ws. We're going to see if it continues on. A lot of questions to be asked, especially with the performance Of what we saw in the Sugar Bowl last night, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, all of a sudden, that number two pick is more valuable than it was a couple weeks ago when we were talking about it. Everyone was upset that we didn't have that first pick. Everyone was upset that we had the second pick. They said, oh, it was useless. Not so useless anymore, folks. So listen, I'm going to go ahead and get into it. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I am here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. Love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, go ahead and get into the show. I am fired up. I'm fired up. Also, everyone, um, you know, I'm on iTunes as well and various other platforms. Please go to my iTunes, The Long Beach Joe Show. Go there, give me a five star rating, comment on my iTunes profile. Let me know what you folks think about the show on there as well. Um, love going back and forth with folks. Also, my YouTube as well is Long Beach Joe Jets. Please go there, subscribe to my channel, turn on your notifications, thumbs up my videos, and leave me some comments. I love going back and forth with folks there too. So now it's time to talk about it, all right? I'm fired up today, folks. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm on something else. <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Uh, You know, we're going into a a game against the Patriots where understand that the season has not gone the way that we all hoped that it would go. You know, this has not been a great season. We've seen issues galore. We all know that we have quite a bit of things that we need to fix going into the offseason. But there's been some shining spots here and there. Some bright spots, particularly with some young guys that we've had on this football team. Guys like Mekhi Beckton, Denzel Mims, So for me, going into this final game, I want to see these guys finish strong. I want to see these young guys go out there, get the football in their hands, and continue to show us that they can be building blocks. And so for me, going into this Patriots game, the first thing that I'm thinking and looking at is, I want to see Sam Darnold finish this season strong. I know that some are ready to move on from him. I know that some still have questions about him. You know, justifiably so. I know that some think that "Ah, he could be the future, but there's other things out there that are, you know, other quarterbacks out there, other options that we may have that are kind of wavering, you know, having them waver on their takes, or maybe they're feeling they're being pulled in a certain direction. But I want to see Sam Darnold go out there and just look solid. Go out there, finish the season strong, throw some solid TDs, get some good yardage to really just in the in the in the season on a good note. On a good note. That's what I want to see from Sam Darnold. Um, I don't know if it'll go a long way with the way that. You know, Joe Douglas plans to, you know, go forward with this football team. I don't know if it'll necessarily change all of his, you know, ideas of how to better this team or if it'll turn him around. If he's already kind of decided to move on from Donald, if Donald has a strong performance, if that'll change, you know, his position on Donald. who knows? You know, I doubt it. But I want to see Sam Darnold go out there and just play well. That's what I want to see. Um a couple other young guys as well on this team that I want to see go out there and play well, finally being given the opportunity. Uh, you know, you look at this situation with our running backs. I like Ty Johnson. I really, really do. i like the the combination of Ty Johnson and Josh Adams, and now with Frank Gore, you know, he's out, you know we all know he's dealing with injuries um that's gonna you know conclude his season here. salute to him. um you know, he gave us you know what he had this season, but now it's time for the young guys to step up. Guys like Ty Johnson, again, guys like Josh Adams. These, this, those two running backs, if they come out and have a very solid game against a Patriots front that's banged up, the Patriots have quite a bit of injuries up front. With Guy and Bentley and all those guys they have on their, on their defensive front, even Byron Coward, all those guys. If they can go out there and put a very solid running game together and perform well, like we've seen Ty Johnson come out the backfield catch the football We've seen when he, he's been given the football, that he, he shows a burst. If he continues to show that in these games, you know, in this game, excuse me, coming up, the final game of the season, I don't see why we can't put in, you know, maybe this kid could possibly, you know, be maybe these two backs that we have here in, in, in jo- um, Johnson and Adams, maybe they could possibly be the, the running back tandem of the future. That's something that we could be looking at. Because, again, the more questions that we answer in a rebuilding year, The more questions that we answer as this season starts to close out, the less positions that you have to fill with the draft capital that we have. We have so many needs, so many, so many needs, you know, across the board, offensive line, wide receiver. Do you even want to talk about the defense? Some people think we need, you know, two corners. We need pass rushers. We need so much more. Do you really want to add running back to that list? If these two guys can show that they can carry the load. So that's going to be huge coming up in this football game as well. I also look at our wide receiver position, and the first thing I think is you got to get the ball. You got to get the ball to Denzel Mims any way that you can, okay? I don't care if we give him 10, 11, 12 targets. I don't care. He needs a ton of catches in this game. I want to see this guy get the football in his hands. There should be a ridiculous effort to get Denzel Mims the football so that we can see more of what he can give us. This is a kid we are all excited about coming into the season. We know he missed a little bit of time because of the injury. But ever since he's played, we've all been impressed. We've been impressed with his ability. We've been impressed with his catch radius. We've been impressed with the things that he's been doing out there. But we've also been upset. We've been angered by the lack of targets. We've been upset and angered by the lack of usage within the game plan. We've been upset with that. And that needs to change in this football game. It's the last game of the season. He needs to go out there and be given the football, especially when you look at the situation. Again, he's going up against the secondary. The Patriots that's a little bit banged up as well. We know Jackson's dealing with an injury. McCourty's dealing with an injury. All these guys, he should have his opportunities out there, and they should be to him. Point blank, period. I want to see Mims with the football in his hands against the Patriots. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I need to see it. I need to see it. You know? I know Crowder is probably going to get his catches as well. Looking to see him continue his thing in this season. Crowder has been one hell of a wide receiver for us this year. Absolutely. Coming out of that slot, he's really put on um, and really played well this season. Another guy that some people are talking about is Chris Herndon. I know that there's a lot of people that's looked at Chris Herndon, and they've said uh, he's been very up and down. I've been one of those guys. I'm not in the Herndon hive. I'll tell you right now, I've been getting attacked on a weekly basis by those people. A weekly basis. I've had somebody that loves Chris Herndon hitting me up saying, Joe, give this guy a chance. Joe, I'm telling you, Chris Herndon, he's going to turn it around. I think he... Look, Chris Herndon's got to show us something, all right? And I know he's made some plays, particularly in these past couple games, but he's got to continue to show that, man, because far too often he's a no-show, or he's injured and he's not playing, or he's dropping footballs or he's fumbling. I need to see that. So he's a guy that definitely needs to close out this season with a strong performance. Because if it's up to me, his ass ain't going to be here. (laughs) Not next year. No, sir. Not me. I'm not dealing with Chris Herndon. I'm not. Uh, I will also look to see our offensive line, you know, step up as well in this football game. Uh, We all know we've had issues with protection throughout the season. Goodness gracious. There's been such a mishmash in the offensive line. So many guys playing, so many guys out. We've had issues with our guards, you know, from Lewis to all these guys going in and out with Van Roten and, you know, being injured and all this just things going awry. I need to see our offensive line play well. One of the stout uh, sticking points on our line that has played well, though, is Makai Beckton. He's been out there. He's been a shining light, you know, and that's a rookie guy. Again, another young guy putting on for us for us that we've been impressed with. That a guy that we looked at and we said, hey, we can move forward with this kid. This kid is somebody that we can continue to build around. He's going to be part of us pushing and changing uh, the direction of this football team. So, you know, outside of that, though, let me tell you, I need to see Connor McGovern, Pat Elfin, if he's the starter, George Fan, I need to see these guys step up and play well in this football game, too. Because, again, the Patriots are banged up. I'm not taking any the Patriots are banged up. They are missing some guys, but they do have Chase Winovich is the guy that gets after it. You know, again, Simon's another guy to get after They have guys that can still bring the pressure, absolutely can still bring the pressure. So we've got to make sure that Sam is properly protected in this football game. We must. I look at the defense as well. I got questions about the defense. Okay, I got big questions. Can our pass rush get to Cam Newton? Can we do that? If they start Cam or whether it be Cam or Sidham, can we can we continue that? Can we continue to get after these quarterbacks? Let me tell you something. Fado Kassi, uh, Basham, Nathan Shepherd, those guys are bringing the heat. John Franklin Myers, last game they were bringing the heat. They're bringing the fire to everybody. Okay? And they've had some games where they've set up in a row where, whoo, they've, been, they've just been getting after it, just been getting after it. And we've all said, wow, we're thoroughly impressed with these dudes. Now all we got to do is add an actual pass rusher because a lot of these guys, again, they're, they're, they're solid players, but they're rotational guys. If we can add an actual, actual pass rusher, a guy that can get us you know, 13, 14, 15 sacks a season, that just makes them even more dangerous. And yet again, this is without Quentin Williams. This is without Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams on IR. They were able to push and make plays in the last game too. Baker was running for his life. They call turnovers, all kinds of things. So I want to see these guys continue the effort, continue the pressure, continue to show us that they're guys that we can move forward with, especially guys like Nathan Shepard, again, Farukaki, all those guys. Uh, Neville Hewitt, the linebacking core, I think will be tested as well in this game against the Patriots, um, particularly with the backs coming out the backfield, you know, with White and and uh, Sony Michelle. So we got to be careful about that. I'm also concerned about our secondary, too. Uh, you know, Bless Austin's not going to be playing. He's out due to an illness. Uh, so you're going to have Lamar Jackson out there. You're going to have Bryce Hall out there. I want to see how these two young corners, you know, handle this situation, especially Lamar Jackson. You know, I want to see what he does out there as well. Um, we've also waived Sam Thicken. we waived him. So we're looking at our our, our kicker that we have brought in, McLaughlin. We're going to see what he gives us. You know, Thicken, that guy was up and down with his kicks. So we'll see. You know, what he brings to the table. So the Jets have a lot, a lot to be talking about going into this game against the Patriots. And we're also going to talk tonight about this number two pick too. Because let me tell you something. That sugar bowl, that sugar bowl changed a lot of things around. It changed a lot. So we're gonna get to uh we're gonna get to the callers, man. We're gonna to get to these callers. Salute to everybody. I'm also gonna to talk to the savages in the chat. Salute to everybody if this is your first time watching me or listening to me, excuse me, off of Block Talk Radio. Also live stream during my show. Uh so I call my chat the savages. Why? Because they're savage. Nobody is safe out here. <laughs> Not even me. <laughs> Nobody's safe. They get after me. So, you know, if you, uh, you in the chat, I'll definitely talk to you if you're talking to me. But I want to get to the callers, man. I got to get to these callers. A lot to talk about. I'm going to go to my guy, Elias, man. My guy, Elias, is on the line. Elias, how are you doing today, my friend? Happy New Year's to you. I want to thank you for calling into the show. First question I want to talk to you before we start talking about Fields and Lawrence, what are your thoughts about the uh what are your thoughts about Sam Darnold going into this football game against the Patriots?
2: Yo Joe, how you doing, man?
1: I'm all right, how are you, my friend?
2: Hey man, not an issue. I don't know why I never bother to correct this. My name's actually pronounced Elias uh, Elias, don't worry about it. I it, everyone gets it wrong. Oh my don't bad. Elias,
1: it. I'm sorry.
2: No, yeah, I don't know ahead. why I never sorry, bothered Elias. to correct. I'm just I'm so used to it. No, no worries, man. I'm
1: I'm super used to yeah. it.
0: But uh
2: yeah, man, um, as much as I, you know, the probably sucks to say fans are goner after this game. You can't go without mm. taking a quarterback, especially with having a high pick like this. I like him, but, man, Fields last night, and I'm a big Wilson guy, too. Like, you don't know, like, how. I used to think, oh, you could draft a quarterback next year, but you don't know whether, like, you can, you're going to be in a position where you don't have to trade up for a quarterback. Like, man, I, I think Miami should draft a quarterback because they're not going to be drafting third overall, and I'm not a big fan of their Tua, but. Anyways, but I feel like if, if you're okay. high if you're high enough like that, like I feel like you got to take the opportunity. And, like, yeah, we give Sam the 30-second offense in the league, but he's been a part of the 30-second offense in the league, so he's definitely part of the problem too. I'm just ready to move on. And I don't know if a – you know, and I'm, I'm seeing what Fields did last night. I'd be totally down rolling with him. But I like Sam. I just – I want to move on with someone else.
1: Okay. Look, and and I hear you, Elias, and I you know, I respect everybody's take, but when you say that Sam's part of the thirty second off, he's part of the problem, I mean, are you aren't you just kind of blaming him for not being able to block for himself or catch the footballs that he throws? Don't you think that, that's that's kinda no. tough to say? Go ahead.
0: No, but he he's definitely it's it's not it's
2: definitely some of it is on him though. You can't just say, Oh, with a better supporting cast, he'd be the best quarterback in the league. Like he, there's times where he has wide open receivers and he doesn't see them or he misses them, like, you know, or he has a clean pocket and he still, you know, makes dumb errors or something. So, you know, I get what you're saying. You know, he can't block for himself. He can't catch the ball for himself. That'd be interesting to see, you know, someone do that, but mm-hmm. um, no, I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that, that's all I'm saying, but even sticking with, you know, because again, you, you, <laughs> you want to talk about, you know, the fields and Lawrence stuff and I hear you, I want to go there as well. And I understand, you know, you looking at Fields and the performance that he put on, especially with him, the grit that he showed, the fact that he got hit in the ribs. He comes right back out with what some people even think his ribs are broken. He can barely breathe. He goes back out and just throws strikes. Doesn't let any of that affect him. And he put on national, you know, on a national platform, he's showing, hey, I got the toughness. Nothing's going to stop me. Nothing's going to hurt me. Now, I understand that you want to move on from Sam and you want fields, but if the right team comes with a big-time haul for the number two pick, are you passing that up? If a team comes to you and says, hey, we're willing to offer two first-round picks plus some more, are you willing to move away from that to take fields?
2: Oh, for sure. Like, I'm saying, that like, I'll take Wilson with two first-round picks. Hell, I'll roll with Sam with two first-round picks. Like, two first-round picks is – the, so, you're you're saying the pick this year and the pick next year. Yeah, I, I would yeah. do
1: that. But,
2: so, okay, so two yeah, first-round picks plus, you know, a
1: little bit more will, will move you off of your stance of moving away from It depends from how Sam far back Darn.
2: I'm going, too. Like, this is how I think about it, too. Like, so, it looks like Miami's got the third pick. They're probably going to take Sewell. So, if you move back to four, let's say, I think Atlanta has four. They come up to two. They take Fields. You move back to four and get Zach Wilson plus, you know, another first-round
1: pick. I would do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And where, where is Zach Wilson on your ranking of the quarterbacks? Cause I know some people had him at number two before this game at the sugar bowl with Fields. Some people were saying, you know, we love Wilson. The Jets should take Wilson at two. Is it, is, do you now have fields above him? Where do you have, you know, Wilson on your board?
2: Yeah, man, I, I come to the your uh, Instagram post earlier. I'm pretty sure I, they, honestly, like I'm not a draft analyst. You know, I'm not like a football guy. I kind of go off to different like physical traits I see in kind of you know articles, videos, reports. I honestly have a tie, man. Like I see a ton of good traits with both of them. I see good pocket presence, great arms, you know, good raw physical traits. So I I honestly have a tie. I would be fine with either of them. You know, so they just kind of have. Mm-hmm. For me, I have Lawrence ahead of um, ahead of them just because he kind of has he's better at a lot of areas than them. But I, I like both of them a lot. I'd be totally fine with both of them.
1: Mm, okay okay now to kind of move on from that a little bit because I want to get back into this game just slightly a bit you know with the Patriots when you look at the situation with our running backs I'm very you know intrigued to see what Ty Johnson and Josh Adams are going to give us in this football game because I think that these two guys could be the back tandem of the future for us what are your thoughts about them and what are your thoughts about you know them having a solid performance what do you think that it could do for them you know going forward as far as sticking and being a a part of the future of this football team
2: yeah man I really want to I want to see Josh Adams get more playing because he hasn't really gotten much, but I, he's shown flashes throughout his career. I know he had a good, like, couple little stretch with the Eagles a few years ago, and I remember, like, trying to get him over. He's like a Douglas guy. But, yeah, I'm interested to see him. Like, if you're carrying, like, around four, if you're carrying, like, a four running back, you know, on your 53, you know, some of them play on special teams, like you can keep these two guys from P Ryan, either draft, you know, uh, running back and maybe the third round. I'm not, you know, crazy about taking one in the second or the first. Or you sign like a cheap running back, like, you know, I don't know if you're familiar, familiar with him, Jamal Williams from the Packers. Like, I'm not signing like a yeah, like, yeah. Aaron Jones or someone like who's going to cost a ton of money, like, despite how good he is. Like, you know, the Bell, I know Bell wasn't utilized well, but it was still a disaster. And, you know, mm-hmm. even seeing him with the Chiefs now, he hasn't, you know, been unbelievable. He's just kind of, you know, his speed isn't where it used to be, but. Um, I yeah, I'd take you know sign a cheap running back or draft one in like the third or fourth round and then just kind of have a rotation. So yeah, I'm interested interested to see what Josh Adams and Ty Johnson. Worst case, you keep one of them on a practice squad something like that. But yeah, hopefully, then we don't have to you know look allocate too much resources to running back. Like I said, I don't want one. I don't want to spend a first round pick on a running back. I think that's a waste, especially where our team is at right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and that you know. I, I definitely wouldn't take a spin a first rounder on them, but I definitely think, you know, if if more answers that we have for positions on the football team, like you said, the less capital that we have to spend on those issues to continue to fix them. Now, going over to the defensive yeah. side, I look at the situation, man, and I'm saying the Jets defensive front, you know, Fado Kasi, Nathan Shepard, uh, you know, these guys have shown Basham, has shown you know, that they can push the pocket that these guys can get after. We saw them completely get after Baker Mayfield, him you know, fumbles, all kinds of things. Do you think they'll be able to continue that effort in this football game against Cam Newton? And are you concerned that they may get outside of their lanes a little bit? Because we all know that Cam's mobile as well and possibly lose him and allow him to, you know, make plays with his feet. Is that a concern for you with us being so, you know, avid about getting, getting to the quarterback and being rushers?
2: Not really. Like, like, the Browns have a really good offensive line, especially they got some good interior guys. They got got Joel Petonio. We were able to, you know, pressure Baker Mayfield. And, you know, Cam Newton's not a very good quarterback anymore. So, I think we could easily get pressured. And, man, this offseason, we just need one legit pass rusher, and this front could look scary, man. Because, like, Foley Sotic used to use the ranked the number one ranked run defender in the NFL, which is crazy. He's, like, ahead of Aaron Donald, has like that. And you got Clinton Williams, mm-hmm. John Franklin Myers, and, you know, guys – you got depth, too. You got Nathan Shepard, Kyle Phillips, Jabari Viga, guys like that. And, you know, have you have some, a little bit of depth, you know, good back-end guys. Uh, edge rusher like Terrell Basham, uh, Bryce Huff maybe, Zuniga. But none of them – I don't think those guys are starting caliber. But as a rotational piece, that would be scary. But, yeah, going into the game, man, I, I, real, I think we could get pressure on Cam Newton, and I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts about the Jets waving Thicken? Are you excited to see what McLaughlin's going to be able Ooh. to bring to the table for us?
2: About time. <laughs> it's about time, man. Now, I love my man Thicken for the tank, but now that I'm hoping we win this game, no, I want to see what this McLaughlin guy, because you never know. You find it, a kicker, he balls out. That's, you know, mm-hmm. this team has been, like, inept at finding – it's, like, the one issue. It's not the one issue. I've just got a bunch of issues, but it's just – it's mind-numbing how awful this team is at finding kickers. I know we had Myers yeah, back yeah. in like '18. He was he went to the Pro Bowl, but like that dude Zedvick who lost us a Buffalo game, and then we had we had that dude in the, who like retired after an awful preseason game. I think it was Cantzaro or something like that. So yeah, we, yeah, I,
3: yeah. I'll
2: just try anyone. I'll just try anyone out, man, because this team is so bad with kickers. But like, let's hope McLaughlin fixes that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So my final question for you, bro, before I let you go, what is your final score prediction for the Jets against the Patriots, my friend? All
4: right,
2: 21 to baby. We're getting a win. Let's go. Oh, okay, let's let's talk, no, about, it.
3: Let's talk about it. Let's talk about
1: it. Let's talk about it. That's what I'm talking about. Let's give this. Let's give him another one. Let's give him another one. All right. That's a strong. Thank you again for calling in, my friend. I got to get back to these lines. Listen, next show I have, I want to hear from you. You, you give hella great takes, man. You have a good night. You too. <laughs> Woo, let me tell you, my guy called in with the fire. Called in with the fire. I know a lot of people are really high on, you know, Justin Fields right now. I completely understand it. You know, there's a lot of mo- things moving and shaking. A lot of things going on, and we're going to talk about it all night long. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep getting to these callers. I'm going to go to the chat really quickly to talk to the Savages. I'm going to come to Mike from Bayshore when I get back. Definitely want to talk to you, my friend. You'll be next up. But uh, let me get to these Savages, man. You know they get after it. Salute to everybody in the chat. Roscoe Kicks, uh Roach, TJ Decker, Idris Zor, you know, Edwards, everybody going off tonight. Listen, there's a lot of questions I'm being asked. A lot of questions I'm being asked tonight. You know what I'm saying? We're going to go to T.J. Decker. T.J. Decker, salute to you. T.J. says, we all know what happened last night, Joe. What are your thoughts on Fields? Listen, you know, i tell you what. Here's my thoughts. I I told people before I thought that, that Fields was a very solid quarterback. I know that everyone had Lawrence consensus, number one. They talked about him being a generation of talent, had no issues with that. I think he's a good player. Um, but I always said that I think that Fields has it as well. And let me tell you, the kid showed grit last night. He really did. The fact that he went back out there after, you know, having his ribs jacked up and was still able to go out there and throw strikes, I'm talking about was torching out there. He was throwing heaters, extremely accurate, didn't let the pain affect him, you know, was still able to go out there and make plays and put up points. And all the things that were surrounding that game as well, with Dabo saying that they should be ranked 11th, all these other things that was going on. He silenced a lot of critics. And let me tell you something. There's a lot of people A lot of people, I'm not calling them out, I'm saying there was a lot of people that said that Justin Fields was trash, and this was like two, three weeks ago. They were saying he was trash, he was garbage, he's not on a level, if the Jets take him at two, they'll be idiots, all these kind of things. All these narratives that was floating around that I heard, he silenced all that. I now hear people talking about him possibly being the number one pick. That's what I'm hearing. You can, go, you can go on the timelines, you can go across social media. I'm just telling you, that's what I've been hearing, okay? I've heard now in these past, you know, this past 24 hours, I've been hearing, you know, that Justin Fields could possibly be the number one pick and that people need to turn around on Justin Fields and that he looks so amazing. He put out one of the grittiest performances that we've possibly ever seen in college football. There's people that are saying these things. He's got the moxie. He's got what you need. He's a leader. You can bring him in. He'll change the franchise around. I'm just telling you what I've been hearing. You know what else I heard? I've also been hearing that that number two pick is now extremely valuable. That's what I've been hearing. Before when I was saying that, I was told that I should shut up because that's not true. That's a bad take. But now I'm hearing that that number two pick is valuable. Hmm. Interesting. That's all I'm saying. So that's my take there. But listen, the Jets have a lot of options. Got a lot of options. Okay. That Sugar Bowl turned a lot of people around on a lot of things. But the Jets have a lot of options. So I'm going to get back to these callers. I'm going to get back to these callers. Salute to everybody in the chat. Salute to the Savages. I will come to you later. But I'm going to go to my guy, man. My guy, Mike from Bay Shore, man. Mike, I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. Happy New Year's to you and your family. I want to talk to you tonight. What are your thoughts about Sam Darnold going into this final game against the Patriots? And if you are a guy that's kind of looked at him and said, "Ah, I want to move on from him," or if you're talking to people that want to move on from him, do you think that a big performance could turn them around on him staying here?
5: Oh, Big Joe, let me tell you something, bro. Happy New Year's to you and your family, and all to your uh, listeners and subscribers. Happy New Year's. Uh, Long story short, um, yeah. I definitely think Sam can get it. I hope he does. Mm. He deserves it. And yeah, thank God for Justin Fields playing it last night. Um, it puts <laughs> yeah. us. It puts us. You know, let me let me just get the flamethrower out. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? Are you I'm ready?
5: Because you know what today is. I'm you ready. Know what today is? All right. This is sucker free Saturday. <laughs> For Jets fans, because we don't have to deal with Adam Gates, okay? This is sucker-free Saturday. (laughs) Amen to that. We better hold on right now because it is gone. It's done. Out of here. Later. Sayonara. Goodbye. See ya. Do not touch our quarterback ever again. You don't look at Mm -mm. him. You don't see him. Don't say hello to him. Keep away from Sam Donald, Adam Gates. You don't ever mention his name again. You get what I'm saying?
1: That Let me tell you,
5: so. You yeah. man. I, I you know. The thing is though, it's like I like I like what Sam does, but at the same time, man, you know, feel you know, Justin Fields is a great quarterback, no joking aside. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you mentioned it earlier, bro. We have so many holes and big Big Joe, Joe D is going to take care of it. We were smart. Yeah. We can get tempted. We can look at the Holy grail and be like, yeah, grab it. But at the same time, we have so many holes to fill with that being said, you trade out of the number two, maybe give it to Atlanta because you know what Justin Fields is from the ATL they're rebuilding Mm. they have to do what they need to do. You know what, if they give us anything, anything, you know what, well, let's do it, build around Sam Darnold. If it doesn't work out, listen, Jets fans, if it doesn't work out with Sam Darnold, we have this kid named Sam Howell playing right now for USC, Uh, excuse me, UNC with the uh, Tar Heels. You know, Mm -hmm. this kid is legit. He's the real deal. I got people in Raleigh. I got people in Chapel Hill telling me this kid. If this kid was in the draft, if this kid was in the draft, he'd be right (laughs) underneath Trevor Lawrence. Am I lying? Mm. But at the same Mm. time, man, we have to build around this. We have to build around Sam Darnold. Maybe if we trade down. Trade will, you know, draft Wilson. Yeah, what, what I don't what, believe. One it. second,
1: Mike. Yeah, you know, one second, Mike. And you're bringing the fire right now, and I hear you. I'm, I'm with the trade down talk as well. I've been talking about that for a long ass time. But my question for you, when you talk about trading down, what is the furthest that you're willing to go? Because you talked about Atlanta, right? Trading down with Atlanta, which is which is fine. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. That'd be it for. But say Atlanta doesn't want to make that trade. Say they're willing to do exactly what you're talking about. Hey, look, we're in a rebuilding process anyway. we got cap issues. We all know we're not going to be able to move forward with some of the guys we got. You know, we're going to go into a full-blown rebuild, and we'll tank for house next year. No big deal. We're not offering you anything. So you're you're smacked out of that. Now, say Denver steps up and offers something because they're QB hungry. Or say Washington steps up at 19. So now you're going from four. Now you're going down to 10 or 19. Are you willing to move down that far? Well, Joe,
5: let me ask you this: What if
1: Detroit trades though? Mm-hmm. A Detroit trade? You think that they're willing to move on from uh, Stafford? Well, let's just say because I'll Stafford that... is there. I mean, I, I hear what you're yeah, saying. But but I... Stafford, Stafford will be there. Stafford be a draw for a new head coach, right? Because again, he's a guy that's put up numbers. Yes, he's in. You know, he's going to be gone in a little bit, but he's still there. He's still a quarterback that can get it done in this league, right? We've seen him be successful still now, even when with all the issues that they have, and they just got rid of Patricia. So, to me, Stafford would be a staple there with Detroit. I would think that Denver would be a spot because they have issues there at quarterback. I would think that, um, you know, everybody talks about New England, but, I mean, New England could be a spot, but I doubt that they trade anything to, to no, not, no, no. significantly help us out. I doubt that. Come on, bro. So that's why, we, a, that's why we, my door is closed there. But <laughs> uh, Washington, we 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 Chicago, know that's not gonna happen. Yeah, well, Washington, ah. Chicago could be a spot, but again, Washington's at 19, Chicago's at 20, Denver's at 10. So if you if Atlanta's closing the door on that trade, then what do you do? Are you willing to move down to 10? That's what I'm asking, you, Mike. Are you willing to move down to 10? Man, that's steep, bro. That's steep.
5: You brought up a good point, but I don't. I do yeah. not see. I do not see Atlanta flinching on that because Arthur Blank is a businessman. And the thing is, so Justin field is from, he's, he's from Atlanta. And I think they're moving on from Matt Ryan. They're moving on from Julio Jones and to bring the young Mm -hmm. fans in. I mean, you, you would have to trade. If you trade down, you'd have to trade with Atlanta or Detroit. If you don't, that's a, that's an interesting question because what do we do? What do we do as Jets fans? And then all of a sudden you trade yeah. Sam Darnold. It's
1: it's 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 it, well. It, it, listen, it, it, here, here's my thing. Here's my listen. thing, Mike, and I, I don't mean right. to I don't mean to cut in, but here's my thing, Mike. If Atlanta shuts down that trade, right, and you're not and you can't get that, you can't get you can't get them to give up what you think it would take to move down, and you're at two, then trading down to 10 or moving down some spots, wouldn't that also benefit you as well if you're still sitting at 10? That's my question because I understand that everybody's all hitched to Atlanta. I get it. They're they're in a need, but just because Arthur Blank is a businessman, he also understands risk versus reward. And if he feels like he's going to risk too much in the future capital, especially if they're going down, you know, if they're, if they're going into a rebuild anyway and they don't make that move and they don't want to give you capital, if you're going to want to trade down, then you need to trade down. Either you trade down or you're taking fields. I mean, isn't that isn't that the situation there, Mark? I mean, it's interesting. It's interesting. But you know what, yeah. Joe? It all yeah.
5: depends who the coach is. And That's you know true? what? You That's know, true. That, that, that great thing about this show, the great thing about this show, mm-hmm. Joe, and I love this show, I have an opinion. You have an opinion. I can be wrong. You can be right. The next guy could be <laughs> right. I mean, w- yeah. but the main thing is we want the Jets to win. And bottom line, and Joe, mm-hmm. let me tell you one thing: how did, how did how did my man Najee Harris look last night?
1: Ooh, boy! Let me tell you something, and we, we're, gonna it cause we're gonna <laughs> oh. going to <laughs> keep because we're going keep going because I want
6: to talk to you
1: about this Patriots game too. Because when to well, talk about some, the draft, oh, I, got, oh.
6: I got I got I got
1: something you too, my man. <laughs> let me let me tell you something. Look, yeah. I know, I t- listen, I told you, I wouldn't take a second back in the second round. I wouldn't do it. I still won't do it. But let me, when my he man. jumped over that boy, <laughs> my man. he jumped over that boy. Let me tell you, he jumped over that boy. And I said, bro, I can hear you. <laughs> I could already hear you. I, I my man. i calling in. I said, my oh, man. man. Here, here, I'm about yo, to talk to Mike listen, tomorrow yo, about him jumping over that boy. We,
5: listen, we have, the lethal, we have the lethal weapon relationship. You're Murator, I'm Riggs. You're telling me, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm going to say, I'm going to jump. All right? My man, we got this, all right? You don't worry. I got this. You're going to tell me, don't jump. I got this, all right? All right? we got this. I got one question. I got one go question. I got one question for you. Who Who is the one guy, the Jets, like, if, if the Jets draft, like, your guy, like, your person, who, like, forget about it. Who is the one person you want the Jets to draft?
1: Ooh, there's a couple guys. Um,
5: just, I don't want to get too, just too deep one in the guy draft. All right, the first,
1: <sighs> I first like three it. rounds. Ooh. I would love. I don't. I don't know if they'll take him in two. I, I think we could get him below two. But I love that tackle from Oregon. Oh man, I like that guy okay. so much. Right. I like right. him. Right. Um, um, there's a couple other guys as well in this draft. All there's right. a tackle so, from so USC that... that I like too. There's a tackle from USC I All like right. as well. Uh, there's some wide so receivers guy... uh, that are coming out. Two Smith. I like him too. So there are some guys that are in the draft. Um, and, and, you know, I'll continue to talk about those guys as we go more in-depth with the draft talk, but there are some guys out there. There's a couple guys that I really, really like well, gonna, that I I'm, think would benefit us as a football team.
5: I'm, I'm making a bet with you right now.
1: So let's
5: let's check this. Oh, no, no no no. You know, you know, you told me to bring the fire, I brought the flamethrower, okay? We don't play we don't okay, play okay. around in Suffolk County, all right? We don't play around in Suffolk County. I don't know what you guys do in Nassau County. I mean I played two years I played two years at Nassau football, all right? I don't play around, okay? Let me tell you. So let me tell you, man. Okay. I brought the flamethrower. If the Jets draft Najee Harris, you're gonna buy me that jersey.
3: <laughs> if the Jets
5: draft, if the, I'm not going to say the or, the Oregon tackle because that's not going to happen because Miami's going to draft them, you give me another yeah. player. I'll give you, I'll give you, I don't
1: know. we well, well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Mike. We'll, we'll we'll talk about this. Let me let me think about that. All right, because there's a lot to be to oh, to, to put on the line. There, but I want I want to keep going. I, I want to keep going to the. I want to keep going to this game because we got quite a bit of callers, but. One of my, my last question I'm going to ask you is I look at this situation going into the Patriots game. There's a lot of young guys that I want to see perform well. Right. And I look at the situation with Mims right now. He's a guy that we all think could be extremely effective when given the football, but he needs to get the football in his hands. How many targets do you think he'll get in this football game and how important is it to get him, you know, to be a big part of this game plan against the Patriots in the final game?
5: Well, I think it's very important because, obviously, it's a job interview for everybody um, mm-hmm. tomorrow. Um, I hope he gets at least eight to nine. Um, that's maybe on the high end. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think Nims is legit. I you know really yeah. respect him. I like Bryce Hall. I think Bryce Hall you, – you have to understand, Bryce Hall, two years ago playing at Virginia, okay, I went to NC State. Bryce Hall was a legit, if not top three or top five corner before he got hurt. And same thing with Blessed Austin. So these guys are all going to do, like, their audition, if, if not, say, their interview. And um, these guys need to play hard, and they need, they need to play hard real bad. I mean, like, nobody's yeah. business. So, I, you know, yeah. I'm really trusting it. You know, I really hope the Jets pull it off. And um, do it at Gillette. It's always a pleasure, man, to do it in Gillette. And um, we haven't done that. So satisfying since 2010. Santana Moss, how you doing? But you know what, Joe? Great show, bro. Keep it up, man. And we'll talk about that bet. Absolutely. Let me tell you,
1: man. Before before I let you go, though, Mike, before I let you go, and again, thank you for calling in. Give me your final score prediction for the Jets Patriots.
5: 17-0, Jets.
1: All right, seventeen. Years old. Okay. Listen. All right, Mike. I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. You have a good night and happy New Year's to you as well.
5: You too, brother. Take care. Man.
1: Ooh, Mike, calling in with the fire. We're going to keep going to the lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Again, five one five six zero two nine six three nine. We're going to go to my guy Rich man. We're going to go to Rich and we're going to hear from him. Because I know Rich has quite a bit to say, man. Has quite a bit to say. Rich, salute to you. Thank you for calling in. Happy New Year's to you and your family, my friend. How are you feeling about Sam Darnold going into this game against the Patriots?
7: First and foremost, Happy New Year to you and your family, good sir. And I feel great about Sam Darnold going into this game. Because, man, has time flipped or what? Bill Belichick now has nothing better to do than start trolling Jets fans, talking about how great Adam Gase is as a coach. So, because he's seen his own operation fall apart over there. So, I feel great going into this game. I told a good friend of mine who is a diehard Jets fan, just like you and I, uh, last night, Justin Fields either just won himself the Jets starting job uh, or, well, not the starting job, but he definitely won himself uh, to be picked by the Jets, or we're about to get a lot of, of draft capital for this guy and I hope that it is the latter.
1: Yeah. 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 You know, I mean when you look at the way the fields played, especially, you know, in that sugar bowl it's turned a lot of people around about him. Absolutely, absolutely has. And we've seen, you know, the narrative kind of change where there's some people that think that he's gonna go before Trevor Lawrence does. There's a lot of people out there that's already talking about that stuff. And a lot of people that used to be really high on Wilson are now higher on fields than they are on Wilson. I mean, in your opinion, where are, what is your top three quarterbacks at this point? Like where are they on your board? Well,
7: after last night's game, I'm I'm one of those crazy people that thought to myself, oh my God, the cons are going to go crazy and they're going to draft fields Mm. over, over Trevor Lawrence. Um, Mm. To be honest, Trevor Lawrence did not play a bad game yesterday. So his team just – the defense just couldn't stop Fields, and that was bad. And Ohio State just ran all over him, literally and figuratively. Yeah. So right now, yeah. I still got Trevor Lawrence at one with Fields at number two. But yeah. like I said, I won't be shocked if that flips around. And then what becomes of the Jets if all of a sudden Trevor Lawrence falls into their lap kind of like Sam Darnold did, or he's mm. there to fall into to their lap like Sam Darnold was some years
1: ago. Yeah. So do it, let, it'll let, be an interesting let's dynamic. Let's say that, that happens. Yeah, let, let's say that that happens, Rich, in your mind. Do you think the Jets, you know, you think the Jets don't pass up on Lawrence? Do you think they still trade down out of that spot if he does fall down into their last?
7: If it's me, whether it's Lawrence or Fields, I, I, I want to trade because no matter what, like we've been saying for months on end, ad nauseum. It doesn't matter who you bring in to be quarterback. If he doesn't have nothing around him like Sam Darnold currently has, he has a few things but not a lot, then it doesn't matter who it is, we're still is. You're just going to trade out the names. You're just going to get rid of Darnold, yeah. and now you're here. You're going to put in Lawrence or Fields in the same exact situation. So trade the pick and yeah. get somebody's you know draft future for the next three drafts or something.
1: That's yeah. what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. Also, there's a there's a narrative floating around, Rich. And, you know, we talked about it because we all, you know, believe that Adam Gates is going to get fired um, after, you know, this game. <laughs> he should be gone. Mm-hmm. Reports are flying. We talked about it. He should be out of here. Now, there was a narrative that coaching, head coaching candidates would not be interested, um, you know, in coming here because, you know, the stuff with the first pick, we're not going to get Lawrence, so – it isn't what it is, we're we're not going to be able to get the guy that we want because, of course, they want Lawrence. Well, now when you look at the situation with Fields, us having a number two pick, if we end up with Fields, don't you think that now that narrative is smashed that we could still get top head coaching candidates if we were to take Fields, that they would still be interested in coming here and coaching New York Jets because of what they saw out of Fields?
7: Absolutely, 100%. I mean, any Mm -hmm. top coach right now, if they're not saying – if they're not drooling – thinking to themselves, right now I could go to the biggest market, one of the biggest markets, and go over there and take this nice young raw quarterback and us together, we could take this franchise to their first championship. Well, not next season. I mean, that sound like I'm some delusional Cowboys fan. Cause, but <laughs> yes, eventually. Because real quick about the Cowboys, you know how they, they can go 0-16 and, and then they'll be like, oh, but you know next season we go to the Super Bowl, right? but enough about that man. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it's, uh, it's a, it's an attractive job to anybody right now. And, and fields made it like that with that performance last night. So yeah, now the bank could be open for whoever to come and be a coach and be the next head coach of the New York Jets.
1: Well, yeah. And it's definitely going to be open and be there. Now I know you talked a little bit about trading down rich, uh, what is, what is the team that you're targeting? Like, what what team would you target in a trade down at this point?
7: Well, I honestly think given that John Elway has tried to get it right for so many years and just hasn't been able to do yep. it, I think that yep. he – it could be the Broncos, they, and we go all the way down to number 10. And mm. thank God – but, but – Thank God that it's John Elway that he'll do something crazy like you know give us all all the all the crazy draft capital that me and you wish we we could get we could definitely get it from John Elway and the Denver Broncos. Yeah. So. Yeah. That to me I know that there's there's people saying maybe the Atlanta Falcons at four because they're trying to move on from uh, Matty Ice and all that, but I don't see the Falcons giving up all that the Jets are going to demand in a, in a trade-down. Yeah. But I definitely yeah. see the Broncos doing it because they've tried and tried and tried for the better part of, what, the last five years to find a replacement for Peyton Manning, and they just can't do it. Yeah. So yeah. maybe they're salivating at, at the fact that it could be one of these two kids and Joe Douglas to pounce on that right away.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I'm right there with you, Rich. I think that if you know, again, I, it depends on how much Atlanta be, would be willing to give up. But if they're not willing to give up that capital, I wouldn't, I wouldn't balk at all at moving down to ten and moving, you know, having Denver just give us a haul to move up and get whoever it is they want. Because, like you said as well, and we've seen John Elway get crazy. We've seen John Elway be the guy that wants to make moves to better his football team at all costs. He's not afraid at all to do what it takes to really, you know. Move to where he needs to to move to to make the play, but I want to get back to this Patriots game with you really quickly, Rich, because that's what we have on a on the horizon here, and I want to get your thoughts on mims man, going into this last game, I really want to see mims get the football in his hands as much as possible so that we can continue to see what this kid's going to give us and evaluate him. How important do you think mm-hmm. it is for him to get as many targets as possible in this last game before the season ends?
7: I think it's super important that Sam Darnold and Denzel Mims spend the whole game uh, Darnold targeting him as much as possible because you're giving an audition mm-hmm. for your next head coach possibly. And your next head coach wants that one-two punch like uh, Marvin Harrison and Peyton Manning, which is a terrible analogy to use right now with Peyton Manning's name, but you get what I mean. So, mm-hmm. um, but you want that one-two punch. So honestly, I I hope that Mims gets targeted at least eight or nine times tomorrow, and he has a big game because, like I said, this is this could be the potential audition for the next coach to say yes. I got my two guys right here. I got my quarterback. I got my lead wide receiver. Now we could just start building around both of these guys.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know. I'm hoping that they do whatever they can to get men the ball, man, because like you said as well, we need to figure it out, and you're hoping that these are the two guys that you can build around going into the future. Another Some other players as well that I think we need to really get a solid evaluation for in this football game as well, Ty Johnson and Josh Adams. I want to see these, kids, these two kids get as much carries as possible. How important do you think it is that we make sure that we showcase Ty Johnson to see what he can give us as well? Oh, absolutely, 100%.
7: Like I just yeah. told you. We just need to showcase the young talent that we've got that's still going to be here after the season's over, hopefully. And Ty Johnson needs to, be, needs to be given his chance to shine. Tomorrow, it's the final game of the season. There's nothing on the line for anybody. Nobody, yeah. if, whoever wins doesn't go to the playoffs. Whoever loses doesn't go to the playoffs. So it doesn't matter. So tomorrow is your exactly. day, this team, to just go out there and – Give it the effort that you've been giving it the last two weeks times 100 and show mm-hmm. whoever's going to come here for next season, listen, we're ready to go. We just need to get rid of this coach. That's all.
1: Yeah. What are your thoughts about the Jets waving Ficken?
7: Well, I mean, was he, what was he really doing? I mean, you know, like at this rate, uh, there, there's there's people – on that team that shouldn't be there right now. CJ, whatever his name is, that opted out for because of COVID is getting paid
1: yeah, CJ a Moseley. ton of money.
7: Yeah. So yeah. I don't even remember his name, and he's on our team. So you go. So <laughs> And so people that, you know, are holding their weight. I mean, to me, freaking wasn't, you know, I'm not – there's nothing that – there's no highlight that I ever saw or any game – Throughout the year that I go, oh, well, you know, the team Sucked, but Ficken was doing his thing
1: So Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I respect it My final question for you, Rich, before I let you go What is your uh, score prediction Your final score prediction for the Jets against the Patriots
7: Okay In the final Insult, right The final (laughs) middle finger Carrying over from 2020 and the first Middle finger of 2021 in the face Of Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft (laughs) and the New England Patriots, who are neutered without Tom Brady. Jets, 31-3. Jets will win, 31-3. And we're going to pick off Cam Newton like three times. <laughs> that is we're my position.
1: 31 to, okay, 31-3. to 3. Salute to you, Rich. Happy New Year to you and your family, man. Thank you for calling in. You have a good night.
7: You have a good night, too, Joe. Happy Happy New Year, yeah. and Let's go Jets.
1: Go Jets. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, go Jets. It's time to talk, man. It's time to talk. I'm going to keep uh, hitting these lines. We're going to keep going through these lines. I'm going to go to, uh, you know, the, the savages really quickly. Salute to everybody in the chat that's going off right now. Again, if this is your first time watching me or listening to me, I call my chat the savages. Why? Because they're savage. Nobody's safe out here. Okay. And they go off, and I talk to them, and I go back and forth with them as well. So Venom G's in the chat, yo, salute to you, Venom G's. Venom G says, I would move to 10 uh, if they give uh, their first round and their second round and their third. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of options. I think a lot of people, and, and again, salute to Venom G's, um, there's a lot of options on the, on the plate right now. And I think a lot of people are really zoned in and focused in, you know, to Atlanta. But you also got to think, maybe Atlanta doesn't want to give up that capital. You have to think about that. You have to think that maybe Atlanta looks at the situation and, and, you know, Arthur Blank sits back and goes, yeah, you know, I like the kid. But at the same time, we're in a rebuild anyway. We've got quite a bit of issues. We're going to have to trade away talent. If we have to, you know, get rid because we have cap stuff, we have all this stuff going on, uh, why not get rid of, you know, why not just tank the next year anyway? Because we're going to be bad. So why not just be bad and, Get our picks, have one of the highest picks, and then take a quarterback that year that's a that's an idea that they can have. You know, and you have to be prepared for that. I think a lot of people zoned in on Atlanta and they're not thinking about other places as well. so we gotta we gotta continue to look. So salute to everybody again, all the savages. salute to Jake Klein. good to see you in here, my friend. And everybody that's watching, you know, if you're on YouTube or wherever you're at, please give me a thumbs up. Please subscribe to my stream and turn on those notifications. Turn on those notifications. Again, everybody, you can call in. We're talking tonight. We're talking Jets. We're talking everything. 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639. Call in and talk to me. You know, call in and talk to me. We're talking Jets. We're talking Justin Fields. We're talking Trevor Lawrence. We're talking Sugar Bowl. We're talking it all, all right? Jets, number two pick every We got a caller. We're going to get back to these lines. Caller calling in, my friend. It looks like this is a new caller I have here. Uh, Nine eight five. Salute to you. Happy New Year's to you and your family. Uh, give me your name, where you're from, and what are your thoughts on the uh, on Sam Darnold going into this game against the Patriots?
3: Hey, Joe. Toby from Louisiana. Um, I What's think, going on, my friend? Um, I'm fine. I'm fine. You?
1: I'm all right. I'm all right. So, what are your thoughts on Sam Darnold? Going into this game? I
3: think Sam will have a okay game. He okay. might have it in his head that he won't be the QB next year. I believe that'll happen, so he might kinda screw up a little bit. Okay. Okay. With nervousness. Um, I wanna mm-hmm. talk about the number two pick though. Okay, go ahead. So what are your thoughts about the number two pick? Are
1: you are you a guy that's interested in fields or are you, you looking to trade down?
3: Well, actually, I'm think Trevor will be there, and wow, okay. I believe we could still get him if we trade down.
1: What? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Toby. Toby is bringing the fire right now. Okay. I just, this so, is a take. Okay. This is a take. I, you know, Toby's bringing his take right now. I want to hear it. I want to respect it. So you're telling me you think that we could get Trevor Lawrence even if we trade down in this draft?
3: Yes. So are okay. exactly going to think he
1: will fall at this point.
3: Three to us.
1: So you think we trade down to three and we'll still be able to get Trevor Lawrence?
3: We trade with Miami. That's the only trade we will do. If Houston could hold that three spot for Miami, we trade down with Miami because we know that no one, Miami will not trade with anyone if they're taking Sewell because they want to get Sewell before Cincinnati. So Cincinnati would have to jump Miami. If Miami has two Who's going to get the spot? Miami isn't taking the quarterback, so we trade back one and get Trevor.
1: and Okay. Look, I, I hear your take. I don't know you know, if we would actually do that or if it works out there. I, I mean, I look at this situation because cool. if I you mean... trade out with Miami and, and Trevor Lawrence is sitting there, they could end up trading to a QB needy team, especially if Trevor Lawrence is there. This is a guy that people talked about being a generational talent. I mean, am, am I lying? No. Like <laughs> there are people that literally, but who would they trade out for? Talking about how this guy is not going to be is is going to be you know he's he's of the ilk of Andrew Luck and all these other guys. I just don't see how if Trevor Lawrence is there, that we'll trade out with Miami and allow them to take whoever. Why would they trade up if they know hey we're a QB needy team anyway? Why would they move up? Wouldn't wouldn't If they're going to take a tackle, if they're going to take that right tackle from Oregon or the tackle, excuse me, from Oregon, why wouldn't they just wait and take him, you know, at three?
3: Because then what if Cincinnati wants to move
1: up to our two spot and then they want Sewell? Well, I mean, they would have to give us a ton of capital to do that. Do you think they will move up that far just for, you know, a tackle at this point?
3: Well, both of them have horrible lines at this moment and they definitely need to help, especially Cincinnati. So I feel they would get desperate enough too at that point.
1: Yeah, look, I you know, you know, I hear you I hear your take. I just don't see Miami doing that. I just don't see why they would give up capital to move up one spot if they know for a fact that we are not in uh in a in a position. To, I mean, taking a right tackle or taking a tackle, excuse me. He would probably come in as our right tackle anyway. And number two, uh, I could maybe see that, but with well, all the needs that we have on the team, for... I don't think that trading down significantly and drafting capital would be big for us. And so, what I don't understand is why would we give up? Because if we're sitting at two and Trevor is there, why would we give up the opportunity to get a haul from a football team? I'm talking about a full blown haul to move down, and give Miami a chance? Why would we do that?
3: Well, it's only one spot we would be most. Yeah, down. It's, I
1: understand it's only one spot, but what I'm telling you is that why would we Why would we give them an opportunity? Why would we do that? Because how do we know that Miami won't just move up and give a team a haul to move down? There's other tackles it's in the this draft that are solid take. as well. But Sewell... Yeah, but there's other I'm, tackles. There's a tackle from USC that's really solid. There's tackles from other places that are fairly solid, and they'll get a gigantic haul. I, I, I just don't see Miami doing that. You know, I, I, I respect your take. You know, I understand where you're coming from, but I just don't see why we would move down. If Trevor Lawrence is that number two, if he's there, there's no way I'm trading to Miami, not at all, unless they're willing to, for whatever reason, unless they want Trevor Lawrence and are willing to give me a boatload of picks I am not. I'm not well, giving nothing. away. that's to
3: Miami. what I mean. I'm not. I will entertain with, Atlanta.
1: I will entertain not, Denver. I will listen to Washington or whoever else is willing to give me multiple first-round picks and some second picks and all this other stuff. But I am not trading in Miami. I just do not believe that that's going to happen. I, at all. Go I ahead.
3: would not trade down with Atlanta.
1: You would not for trade down with fact, Atlanta.
3: No, for the fact that. At two or three, I know we would have a chance at Trevor. I feel like if we trade with Atlanta, they're definitely taking Trevor at that
1: spot. Okay, yeah, you know, I, I, I definitely hear your take there. But I, I, let's go to the uh, to the game here. I want to talk to you just a little bit about this Patriots game that we have coming up because you got, you got quite some takes there, quite some takes. Um, when you look at this situation and uh you're looking at, at the Jets right now going into this game, Mims I think is a guy that definitely needs to get quite a bit of targets. What are your thoughts about him going into this game and do you think the Jets should, you know, definitely make sure that he's well fed in this football game to see what he has?
3: Um, Mims is great. They should definitely feed him the ball, but we know Adam Gase won't do that for whatever reason. He yeah. probably won't yeah. feed Ty Johnson and Josh Adams even though they're our only two running backs for this game, he'll find some Mm -hmm. way to get it to someone else, don't know who, but it's Gase and it's his last hurrah from what we see on social media
1: and everywhere, so yeah look, I hear you, so my final question for you is, what are your thoughts, or excuse me, what is your final score prediction for the Jets-Patriots game? Um sixteen seven jets. Sixteen seven jets. All right. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, man, I'm gonna let you go because I gotta keep going to these lines. Uh you have a good night, my friend, and happy new years to you and your family. You also. All right, have a good one. Ooh, Toby calling in. Listen, I you know, I respect everybody's take. I respect everybody's take. I want to make sure I let people know that, okay? But if Trevor Lawrence is sitting there too, there is no way. (laughs) There's no way I'm trading down in Miami. (laughs) There's just, there's no way. (laughs) There's no way. Unless they're willing to give me like multiple first round picks, right? Unless they're willing to give me, I'm talking everything. There is no way that i am giving up the chance to get a haul okay and you know hell we might as well take trevor ourselves (laughs) everybody knows i'm a sam guy you know i I, I think we should build around him but dude if trevor lawrence is there you either either you're going to take him or you're going to trade down you know either you're going to take him or you're going to trade down you are you're you're not trading down to Miami. You're gonna trade down the board. You either giving them, you know, you either going with Atlanta or you are going, you know, down to Denver at ten, or you're doing something else. You are not giving Miami a chance for, you know, some chump change. I'm not giving them an opportunity, not at all. Especially when you know Miami is a divisional opponent and they could end up backdooring you. Get up out of here, man. Get, I, I, I you know, I, I can't get with that take, but I respect Toby and I want to thank him for calling in. Whoa. That was a that was a blast take right there. Whew, he came in with the double barrel. Whoa! <laughs> so, salute to him. I'll get back to these callers. Whew. That really put me in the spin cycle. <laughs> I want to get to these uh, to the savages. You know, savages in the chat. <laughs> Woo! Uh, savages in the chat. Tony in the chat. Salute to you, Tony. Tony says, do you see the Falcons trading up to number two? Actually, yes, I do. Um, yes, I could see the, the Falcons trading up and giving us the correct capital. I think that, again, you know, with, with Matt Ryan, all the things they have going on over there, they could end up, you know, wanting to move on from him and really seeing, you know, kind of the writing on the wall that they need to start to start that rebuild and, you know, getting a good young quarterback to really do that for them. And they're they're fairly close. You know, they're closer than than Denver and all these other places. All these other teams that, you know, I think would be QB hungry. So I think that getting, you know, giving up a little bit of capital for them, you know, maybe, again, you're talking about multiple first round picks and then you're, you're getting into the mid rounds too. I think that they would be interested. You know, I don't know for sure if they would do it, but I think that they're definitely going to be one of the teams that's interested. Uh, we also see the report swirling as well. Salute to everybody, Angel Reed, you know, talking about Doug Marone being out as the Jaguars head coach. Um, And that Urban Meyer is probably going to be the guy that's going to get in there. So I know a lot of people think that because Doug Marone is going to be out in Jacksonville, that with Doug Meyer or Doug, um, excuse me, with Urban Meyer sliding into that spot, probably going to want fields. Um, I know that that's been swirling around for quite a bit. Uh, We'll see if that happens, Um, you know, but Hey, if that happens then maybe Trevor is sitting there too. And then, you know, then the decision needs to be made. And again, that option becomes again, that hall that could be there for him. Because if we're talking about, you know, Trevor Lawrence, he's been tagged a generational talent. He's been tagged a generational talent. So, whew, we got people calling in with takes. <laughs> calling in with takes. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, whew. Said trade down and we're still going to get him. All right. <laughs> we're going to get back to the lines. Okay, we're going back to our next caller. This is my guy from Jersey. Salute to you. Hey, hi Joe. Happy New Year's to you and your family, my friend. How are you doing today? And I want to get your right, thoughts Joe. on Sam Darnold going into this Patriots game, my friend.
0: Oh dear. Going up against our arch rivals. Uh-huh. Well a little a little skeptical, but I think you should have a fairly a fairly decent game. But I wanna make a comment about, you know, about what Trevor is saying. Well, how we won our first game that uh, that Sunday, and we lost that same day. Look, Trevor Lawrence never wanted to come to the Jets anyway, so I can't say that we gave up anything because we really didn't. If he didn't want to come, mm-hmm. how can you say we lost? I mean, really. So uh, I think the meeting was making just a big thing out of it, you know, all for nothing. He didn't want to come, so it doesn't matter. If he doesn't want to come, hey, fire at me. We'll get somebody else, you know. The New York yep. media, you know, can be very cruel. And someone who grew mm-hmm. up around the New York City New, uh, metropolitan area knows how the media can be around, you know, certain players who have all the hype and whatnot. And then when they turn back and it's like, ah, oh, you, you know, and they do all the trash talking and whatnot. So, you know, that not surprised that. But, you know, to say that we lost that day, uh, no, I, I didn't I didn't see that. I really didn't see it at all. The media was just getting overhyped.
1: Mm-hmm. No, listen, yeah. I hear you. And, and, and you're, you're talking, you know, facts right now. You know, I a lot of people was absolutely getting after the Jets and upset, you know, like you said, but maybe a, a bit of it was hype. But when you look at the situation now, yeah. this number two pick seems pretty valuable, right? I mean, <laughs> the way that Definitely. Justin Fields mm-hmm. played in that Sugar Bowl, all those things, what are your thoughts about the number two pick now? And do you, what are your thoughts about the Jets possibly trading down? Do you think we'll still be able to get a solid haul for that pick?
0: We'll simply get a, we'll a solid pick for that because, you know, if Trevor wasn't going to come anyway, which didn't surprise me, you know, we, we can trade for somebody, uh, you know, with a lower pick. But doesn't mean it's not going to be any worse than the number one pick. I mean, it can still, be, it can still mm-hmm. be a valuable pick and a still good pick, even though we don't get the top one. Because usually when you do mm. get a top pick, you know, they usually don't perform well in the first year anyway.
3: Mm. So,
0: in a way, it's an it's omen. Okay. It's an omen, but it could be a good one. So, but uh how is Jackson yeah. gonna feel you know because I saw the injury last night oh boy I was a doozy I didn't think he was gonna even come back mm-hmm. in the game to be honest with you
1: yeah yeah I mean he showed a lot of grit showed a lot of toughness showed the ability to fight through you know pain I'm I'm pretty sure he was in extreme pain but showed the ability that he could still deliver I mean a lot of people called it one of the gutsiest performance they've seen in college football so I was you know yeah, I was I was very very impressed by by the show that he put on.
0: I mean, it was like a Willis Reed or Michael Jordan coming up from the flu and uh, uh, surprise, I'm here.
1: Be, yeah, I mean, well, you know,
0: <laughs>
1: I hear what you're saying. I hear your take. Oh, right, I know. But, I uh, know going not on. be in the
0: same category, but you know, coming back when they thought, oh, as, yeah, well, you know. he's out of the game. Like, no, I'm here. I'm here. What's going on?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, look, I, I hear he you. But uh, just going. Going back going back to the uh the Patriots game, uh, when you look at this situation, I'm looking at it and I'm saying, Hey, do you think that a big performance from Sam, you know, because a lot of people are looking at the situation and they're saying, Hey, Sam's is, yeah. he's done. He's as good as gone. It's the end of it.
3: Yeah. Do you I'm think that a so. big
1: performance from Sam could turn those people around? Do you think that a big performance from Sam could also maybe save um, you know, his chance of being here next year?
0: Um uh, the saying goes too little, too late. So uh, hmm. I would say, well, I'll take my word for that. Just, we'll just say that he's all but gone. But a high probability that he um, is going to be traded, you know, when the season's over. Okay. Or who knows, maybe go to the Canadian League or whatever.
3: Yeah, so, yeah. So what is your final score back. prediction? Maybe some
0: people do. You know, maybe a small percentage of mm-hmm. people do, and they may think they may have something there. But I think a high probability and a high percentage of fans saying, no. Nah, He's not coming back.
1: Yeah. So, what is your final score prediction for the Jets versus the Patriots?
0: Uh, let's see. The Patriots two hundred twenty-five to three. No, no, no. I think, I'm thinking it's going to be a very close game. I mean, nobody's playing for anything. Uh, your start, your mm. all your stars are out. So, I'm not looking at this to be a you know a high scoring affair either. I'm going to say twenty-one seventeen Jets.
1: Okay, twenty-one seventeen Jets. <laughs> I respect thank that. Listen, man, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. You have a good night, and happy New Year's to you and your family. Thank you, Joe. Hope to hear you again. All right, you have a good one. Whew, let me tell you, people calling in with takes. I'm going to keep going to the line. Whew, that take, a, that was a hot take. That was a, that was a hot take given by a caller a couple calls ago. I mean, the possibility of us trading down and giving that pick to Miami, you know, and being able to get Trevor Lawrence past. At number three, that, that's that's a hot take right there. I know a lot of people are going off, but I'm going to keep going to these lines. 347, you're calling in. 347, looks like a new caller. Salute to you. I want to thank you for calling How's in it? tonight. How you doing? Happy holidays to you and your family. Again, thank you for calling in. Can you give me your name and where you're from? And what are your thoughts on uh, Sam Darnold going into this game against the Patriots?
4: Uh, Dwayne from New York. Um, my thoughts about Sam Darnold, well, first and foremost, I didn't. I never. Well, when we initially were getting Sam Donald, I didn't want him. Um I okay. the first problem was we mortgaged we kind of mortgaged his future in the first place, uh trading away all those picks to the Colts, right? And mm. I've been watching the Jets for maybe over fifteen years and what I noticed is is the top, the, the team's talent that really uh determines how far they go, not quarterback. I don't understand why people think quarterbacks jump on a team, a bad team, and makes them better. I didn't really agree with the Trevor Lawrence unless we were gonna sit him, build the team up, and then put him uh to be the starter. I never understood mm-hmm. that. So I'm I'm a little on your side with the whole Sam Darnold thing. Um Grab okay. some pieces that can uh you know, help him uh you know, like I think a quarterback really just highlights how good your team is. So I think he can do that. I just don't think he's the future, but I think he's a placeholder. Now, do I think okay. Fields is better? Absolutely. Absolutely I think Fields is better. I think he can go down the field more. If you watch Joe Flacco um, this year, I'm not saying Joe Flacco was the, was a Hall of Famer or is a Hall of Famer, okay. but he unleashed – he unlocked the the talent of our team, which is going down the field. I know nobody believes that, but we have a lot of wide receivers that stretch the field, and Sam Darnold can't stretch the field.
1: Okay, you know. Okay. Uh, um, okay. Well, and we're gonna we're gonna definitely talk about this this tonight, Dwayne. Look, I hear your take, and again, I want to thank you for calling in. Here's my problem with that: is that when you talk about the stretch the field and all those things, a lot of that leads you to think about play calling, doesn't it? When you look at when Joe Flacco was playing, he had, the, the play calling was not the same. It wasn't. And it was because, uh, <laughs> it was because um, Gaze wasn't the guy drawing up the game plan by himself. And I think that when you saw Daryl Loggins, you saw maybe even, you know, uh, uh, Cooter as well, being involved in that as well on the game plan, but you saw motions. We saw a bunch of things that we normally do not see out of the game plan. And then when <laughs> Sam was implemented back into the game, after he came back uh, from that injury, you saw it go back to being stagnant, standing around, no motion, no nothing. That's what we saw. So you saw it go back into the hands of Adam Gaze. Now, when you talk about our talent at wide receiver, I don't think we have a lot. I mean, Rashad Perriman, yes, these are guys that can stretch the field, but they're not good wide receivers. We don't have many weapons. Mm-hmm. We don't. Also, when you look at the issues, and I, you know, I know, you know we talk about this constantly on this show, the lack of protection. You saw Joe Flacco had a lot of these same issues. People romanticize his games, but when you look at the actually the first two games, he was not good at all. He wasn't good at all. I remember him taking, what, a 20-something yard sack? He was running for his life. He did not look good yeah. in that first game. He didn't <laughs> – there were some issues, and I, and I think that people forget that because he did have, like, a, a pretty semi-solid uh, game, the last game that he played, but there were major issues with Joe Flacco, and he suffered from a lot of the same things that Sam Darnold did. And, look, I, again, I'm not the biggest – like, I'm not uh, all about defending Sam Darnold, but I am all about stating the facts. And you talked about it a little bit as well, the fact that we have not completely built around him and given Sam the offensive talent needed to succeed – has been a travesty. It's been a travesty. If you look at what we've done versus what the Bills have done with Josh Allen, we look like complete idiots. Look at what the Bills have done with Josh Allen. This is a guy that came in, he was the highest, the one of the biggest boomer bust guys, right? Remember in that draft? Because, you know, I know you probably remember, but he was talking about his accuracy was bad. People didn't know where he was going to be at, what was going to happen with him. They brought him in. They gave him solid coaching, right? His his offensive coordinator is a really a top uh, coaching candidate right now. They gave him solid coaching. They didn't turn around and built that roster in front of him. They bettered their offensive line. That was one of the issues that they had. They drafted a ton of offensive linemen and they surrounded him with weapons. And we have failed to do that. We failed to do it. Every offensive lineman we have outside of Beckton is not good and did not perform well this year. Even McGovern and we brought him, we signed him <laughs> was off the free agency list. So I, I think we have major issues, and I understand that. But when people talk about Joe Flacco and the, the little success that he had, dude, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like – it wasn't world-beater. It wasn't something amazing. He was still being – not put in, a, in the correct position. There were still issues. He was still running for his life. There were still plays that were broken up. When you look at a lot of our scoring, it's especially this year, a lot of the TDs that we had before Sam went out, it was him just making a play that big run that he had in Denver, all those things that he did, I think the talent is there, but I think you have to put pieces around him like you have any other young quarterback, because if you don't, he will fail, just like any other quarterback would fail in the system. So, but I hear your take there. Um, What are your thoughts about when you talked about, because you talked a little bit about trading down, um, who are your targets as far as trading down, if you're going to move from that number two pick, what teams exactly are you looking at to try to get the haul from?
4: I, I'm sorry to say this because I know a lot of people are going dis- <clears> to <throat> disagree with this. <clears throat> my thing is mm-hmm. I see a few people, a few, a few players that are kind of generational talent-ish. One of them is mm-hmm. Penny. One of them is Trevor. But the other one is Kyle Pitts. And I'm not saying take Kyle Pitts at four. But someone along that line, my main thing is always offensive line, always, always offensive line. If we are deciding yeah. not to go off line with Penny, I kind of want to go get Kyle Pitts because he. Just, I know it's a tight end, but he doesn't just play tight end, and he he cannot be covered. If we could get a right guard with that second Seahawks pick and get Kyle Pitts, who's guarding Kyle Pitts? That's my that's my take. Okay, you know what I mean. And okay. Then the so, or but where where
1: exactly? Yeah, but where exactly are you trading down to? Are you are you taking? Are you moving down to the number four spot with Atlanta? Are you trading down to the number 10 spot with Denver? I mean, who exactly are you trying to get that haul out? so You can you can take a, be still in the same range and take a pitch, which we'll talk about as well in a second. Um, but where are you moving to? Is it Atlanta? Is it down to 10 uh, with Denver? Are you willing to go down to 19 with Washington? I mean, who exactly are you trying to get that haul from? Um,
4: I'm not trying to go too far back. I know it sounds crazy to draft a tight end at four, but – if oh, we can yeah, get something yeah. decent, okay. decent from Atlanta, something decent from Atlanta, mm-hmm. and get Kyle Pitts, um, and then get a guard and you know whatever else we can use those picks for, you know we can just mm-hmm. build the offense this year and then worry about defense next year. You know that's kind of mm-hmm. where I'm looking at with. Yeah, I, yeah,
3: I, 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 love, know, I, I didn't, you, I I didn't you, I
4: scan the whole thing, but yeah, yeah, you know if I was looking at the list of the draft list, I would probably pick a different spot, but. You know, that's what I can no. kind of go with. Yeah, about.
1: look. Look, I, I hear your take, Dwayne. I don't I don't necessarily agree with us taking a tight end. And we'll talk about, you know, the draft as we continue to go on. And again, I want to thank you for calling in. I don't necessarily agree with us taking a tight end, especially not at four. I think we have so many other needs, particularly at impact positions, right? Like uh, you know, your offensive yeah. line, wide receiver. Hell, I'd take a pass rusher before I would take a tight end. To be absolutely honest right. with you. And I'm a guy that has talked about completely bettering the offense before I even think about defense. Cause we poured so much into yeah. the defense over the years, all those first round picks and, you know, your Kyle Wilson's and <laughs> your Sheldon Richardson's and so on and so forth. You know what I mean? So, I, but I do hear your take. I, I know that people are in love with pits. I get it, but I'm not taking a tight end at four. If it's there, I mean, right. you're taking a wide receiver or I'm, you know, taking offensive line or I'm taking something at an impact position. Cause we're so in need. And you know, I do think that Pitts is a solid lineman. Now, when you look at this situation as well, I want to talk to you about the head coaching candidates because Gaze is as good as gone. I mean, are, 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 before I before I say that, though, before I press that, are you in agreement that Gaze should be fired at the end of this season?
4: I never wanted uh, Gaze in the, in the beginning. Okay. I don't know where that came from. Okay. Nobody was talking about <laughs>
1: I just wanna make sure because we've had some takes tonight. <laughs> we've had some takes, okay. I just wanna just wanna make sure. But when you look at this situation now that we have the number two pick, it's pretty hot, you know. Justin Fields playing the way he played, everybody, you know, really hyped and, and, and ready to go. Now all of a sudden the Jets, you know, look like a destination that people would like to be. Who is the guy that you would like to see the Jets get in as a as a as the next head coach? Who do you think would love to come in here and play uh, you know, with it, whether we keep Sam Darnold or move on with Fields or move on with uh, drafting Trevor Fields, who do you think is the uh, top head coach and candidate we should target?
4: Unfortunately, all my head coach candidates, I don't believe they can pick staff. I don't. I never seen them pick staff except for maybe Joe Brady. Joe Brady would be number mm-hmm. one. Um, okay. red Roman number two, and and like I said, I don't think he can pick staff. Maybe we we'll have to work with him, but I'm looking at yeah. Tony Elliott. From- I think okay. he made a difference in what Clemson played. You know what I mean? So I'm looking okay. at Tony
3: Elliott. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, and before yeah. I, before I let you go, this is gonna be 'cause that, that was you know, that was a very solid uh uh, you know, coaching uh candidate list that you put together there. What are your thoughts about Ty Johnson and Josh Adams? Uh how do you feel about them possibly being a running back tandem for the future? And do you think that they'll be able to really showcase what they have against the Patriots in this football game?
4: I notice what they're doing with Ty Johnson. They're like Sending, they're kind of like sending the wide receivers on a goal and kind of dishing it off mm-hmm. to, to Ty Johnson. Because he's got all that speed, and, and he's huge. So we have yeah. to, not half to, I know he's just a running back. But it would be great to keep Ty Johnson, not as the starter. Running back number two, though. Because, look, he's got speed. Mm-hmm. He can be third down. So um, I would want to draft a running back eventually. But mm-hmm. Ty Johnson, I, I think he's I think he's a little overlooked. A little overlooked,
1: okay. to be honest. Okay. All right. And Dwayne, so my final question for you, my friend, is uh what is your final score prediction for the Jets against the Patriots in this football game?
4: I think the very Jets score would be uh twenty three seventeen, but I would pick the Jets to win
1: this this summer. Okay. Twenty three seventeen Jets, all right? I know all right. it sounds all
3: right, Dwayne.
4: Go ahead. But I think Bill Belichick is trying to uh tank a little bit to get a better position for the quarterback.
1: <laughs> I know it's I know. I know. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Listen, Dwayne, I want to thank you for yeah. calling in, my friend. You got you got some great takes there. Thank you again for calling in. Happy New Year's to you and your family. Next time I have a show, Dwayne, call in, man. I like talking to you.
4: Yeah, it's a great show. Thank you very much. I definitely will.
1: All right, thank you. You have a good night. Oh, listen, Dwayne called in with the fire. Dwayne has some fire there, you know. I don't necessarily agree with everyone's takes. You know, we can definitely go back and forth. I want to remain, respectful, even if that take is, you know, a little out there, but I want to remain respectful, you know, but he has some solid takes, some solid, solid takes there. So we're going to keep going to the lines. Salute to everybody in, this, in the chat. Salute to the savages, man. Salute to the savages. Y'all are the greatest. John Perez in the chat says, my brother, love your show. What do, you think of, uh, what do you think about last night's game with Field and Lawrence? Yeah, we talked a little bit about that, John. And again, salute to you. You know, I said, hey, Field's really put on. He really showed people that he was tough, showed his grittiness, really went out there and played extremely well. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I thought, you know, I'm not dusting him off or pushing him aside. I thought he had a solid game, but I did see some things that when pressure gets to him, he makes, you know, he, ma- he makes mistakes. We saw fumbles. We saw, you know, he had one fumble. He should have had another one as well. He was running out of bounds. He also does this thing where he throws off his back foot. (laughs) That, you know, again, you know, and I know a lot of people, not me, not me, a lot of people, other people that I've seen that were calling, you know, him a generational talent, I've seen these people now turn their backs on him. I've seen some people say that he's not even the consensus number one pick in the draft. This was directly after the Sugar Bowl. I'm just telling you what I saw. Do not do not tweet me. Do not get in my DMs, talk about, Joe, you bastard Trevor Lawrence. No, I'm not. I'm telling you what I saw. What I saw. That's all I'm telling you. So I'm going to get to my guy now. We're going to go to the call. Salute everybody in the chat. Salute to the savages, man. Salute to the savages in the chat. We're going to keep coming to you. I'm going to get to my guy from North Carolina, man. You want to talk about a dude that brings the fire? This guy is the guy that brings the fire, man. You know how I go here. Listen, first off, I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. Second off, I want to say Happy New Year's to you and your family. Give me your thoughts about Sam Darnold going into this game against the Patriots. Do you think that he can turn people around that want to get rid of him with a big-time performance?
6: Hey, Joe, how you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you the other night. But uh, I was at work on the job, and, uh, you know, I would just turn on my phone casually. I got the notification for for you. I said, wow, he's on at this time. Well, and I couldn't even call in to, to, to uh, get into some things. But I, hopefully this is the best, even better time. And uh, I want to see Don have a great performance. Reminiscing mm-hmm. of his matchup with Aaron Rodgers and the game he had against Cowboy, the Cowboys prior to, the, you know, the, the ghost game against the Patriots. I want to see him play at a high level, what could be his final game as a Jet quarterback. I mm. think the Jets, this is yeah. a time when the Patriots are vulnerable. I want to see Donna open it up, 34-10, to 10 and just beat them, beat them handedly. I want to see mm. them just beat them down, you know? Even though we will beat yeah. without without uh, Quentin Williams. I think he did right to go and shut him down. I think he had a concussion and uh, had a little neck injury. Yeah, he there, had a concussion so
1: and some neck injuries. That's right. Mm-hmm. So we will be yeah. without
6: him. But the squad, the way they've looked so far, the Jets' defensive, defensive lines has looked dominant. You know, that's absent the uh, defensive end I've been wanting to look for since uh, John Abraham. But nonetheless, the Jets' defensive line has played played uh, surprisingly well dominant.
1: You know, they're the yeah. reason we yeah, beat, they to beat have. the
6: Rams. And um, that was the big reason we beat the Rams because of the play of our defensive line, which has uh,
1: been exceptional. Yeah. Are you, are you concerned about them overrunning? You know, because like you said, the defensive line has played well, particularly against the run two. Because we shut down Chubb and Hunt, you know, against the Browns. People That's said right. that they would run all over us because, you know, the Browns were dealing with that Roro. But, uh, you know, we yeah. were able to stop them and shut them down too. And uh, we were able to get after Baker Mayfield. Now going into this oh, game yeah. against Cam, you know, you got Cam who's he's had a very up-and-down season, but he's still a guy that can put it together. And, you know, he's he's done big-time things in this league. But one thing I'm concerned about going into this football game, like some of the guys you brought up, uh-huh. uh, Fado Kasi, Nathan Shepard, um, you know, we that's all right. know that Quentin Williams, he, you know, he's on IR. But those guys, um, you know, have, have been able to put things together. They start rushing the passer, uh, Basham, even Luvu, um, Neville Hewitt that's as right. well. Are you concerned that they'll overrun Cam and Cam will be able to get outside the pocket and make plays with his feet? Because that's one thing that Cam is, he still is mobile. Um, Are you worried about his mobile ability hurting us?
6: I think you're uh, thinking about the earlier 2000s, Cam Newton with the Carolina Panthers, Superman. I think Cam Newton is a shell of what he was. He's not washed up, but you can clearly see he's not the quarterback he was, similar to Michael Vick. When Michael Vick came to the Philadelphia Eagles, he was still, you know, capable of some things, but wasn't the, Mm -hmm. the Atlanta Falcons Michael Vick, and that's what I'm seeing with Cam Newton. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think injuries okay. have have really damaged the tail end of his career. He's showing signs of, of age and decline. He's not the Cam Newton you, you think about the Cam Newton early 2000s, Carolina a lot of pounds Superman. Yeah. You know, Bill <laughs> Belichick would have had that Cam Newton. He would have been very formidable, someone to deal with.
3: Yeah.
6: Well, I, I mean, Cam can still move out.
0: I... Yes. Hello. Hello. Hello.
6: Can you hear me? Yeah, I can't hear you now. So maybe we lost our connection. Yeah, I just turned my computer up, see if I can hear you on that end. I still can't hear you.
1: Hello? Yes, hello. I'm, I'm, I apologize. Oh, blog yeah. talk is, you know how oh, you yeah. Thank you for That's staying
3: on. <laughs> because sometimes it
1: boots you yeah, off the line. I, I apologize.
6: I turned my computer on because I got you on screen, your live stream. I said, let me turn that up. Let see I can hear you on that, and we can communicate for so good reason. Yeah, we I, I apologize.
1: On. It's, it's oh, blog not. talk. They, it's
6: long time tripping but I, I know keep, the other night I was watching weeks, weeks ago you had lost lost your your lost your connection with the callers and you had to end, end yeah. your live stream I don't know if that was three or four weeks ago
1: and yeah, uh, i ready was to call mess. in then you
6: know
1: yeah I, I got a lot of you know when you get callers blog talk just be tripping but in, in, in any way we're going to continue if blog talk stay hating <laughs> salute to Venom G's he already knows in the chat but um, yeah. like you like I was saying I, I, I do believe that um you know uh, Cam can still move, though. I'm not saying that he's, like, yeah. you know, 23-year-old Cam or anything like that, but I do think that he can still move and extend play, extend drives by making plays, just like Josh Allen. Josh Allen was doing that. He's not, like, the fastest guy in the league, but he was still able to find his spots when we did play him and, and effectively, you know, move the chains using his feet. But another question that I have for you, uh, when you look at this situation, they have backs that can come out of the backfield. Uh, Sony Michelle, White, these are guys that come out of the backfield and catch the football. What are your thoughts about our matchup with them and our linebackers? Because that's something I'm concerned with as well. Yeah,
6: we're definitely vulnerable because we don't have, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we don't have Mosley and we don't have uh, Avery Williamson. So we're definitely vulnerable from that aspect. You know, we don't have our our pair of starting linebackers, which we were, were, um, you know, looking forward to starting the season. We have have a whole different defensive lineup in, in some areas of the team. So we're deeply devoid of talent and uh, definitely need some upgrades and stuff. But I'm really looking forward to hopefully going and get this game over with. We can focus on the off season. offseason, uh, yeah. fire Adam Gaze, go on our head coaching Whew. search. And uh, I really uh, yeah. was happy about the – Who's um, your top head coaching Clemson candidate right now? T.J. Uh, Fleck was one of my guys out of college. I want a guy who can actually uh, establish that he can run a program um, – yeah. You got Pat Fitzgerald, there's a couple of guys There may be some other uh, Dark Horse candidates Out of college as well Obviously you got some pro Pro candidates Um, Bill Cowell, I know his name Had been mentioned, I don't know what what his status Is uh, currently
1: He said he don't want it He said he he don't want it He said he doesn't want it Yeah, but his name definitely Was out there and it was supposed to connect it But i tell you what, there's other guys Eric Benimi is out there um, Arthur Smith, yeah. Debo, Greg yeah. Roman, um, a defensive right. coordinator from the Ravens as well. His name is out there too. So there's some guys. Yeah.
6: Yeah. I was very interested yeah. when I heard the, the defensive coordinator from the Ravens name, uh, mentioned, uh, I thought about Rex Ryan and, uh, this early success <laughs> we had had from him before we stripped him of his offensive yeah. of weapons and marks and led to Mark Sanchez regression. And that really mm-hmm. hurt, hurt Rex, missing on uh some of the picks, Stephen Hill, Vlad Dukas, Vernon Galston. We had those massive draft busts. So the team came to water talent after Damian Woody retired. I like Wayne Hunter. I remember they did a, a locker room interview with Wayne Hunter. That was a funny guy. He was like a nice guy. And he was, you know, made light of it, was joking about it, you know, trying to replace Damian Woody. And obviously, you know, he would end over his head and all. Uh, he was just trying to keep the keep right attitude and do the best best he could. But hopefully we can yeah. go on to rebuild this offensive line. I'm looking at the mm-hmm. Atlanta Falcons at four. That's the spot. The hot so spot you want to trade down? Um, I'm, yes. If I'm going to move down, okay.
1: I'm hold on, one, one a hold on, hold on one second, one second before you. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I, I want to because I want to hear your takes on multiple things before you give me your take on trading down. Now we had a caller earlier. You know, he he came in with the double barrel. you <laughs> has been crazy. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, let, let's, say, let's say that Trevor Lawrence, because a lot of people, uh, again, I know you've been hearing it ever since the Sugar Bowl. You know, people, Some people are talking about the Jags taking fields, number one. Say the Jags do that. Trevor Lawrence slides the two. Are you still trading down? I say
6: no. If Trevor Lawrence falls okay. to us, take him. If he falls hmm. to
4: us,
6: take him. Because he had been all the while for the last two, three months the consistent number one picking the draft. And that would be a miracle. If somehow, when that card is turned in, I guess tag you, whoever it is, take that podium, I'm going to be watching live on ESPN. I like the ESPN version. You know, you know, you got the NFL Network. I'm going to be anticipating mm-hmm. what his announcement is going to be. If he announces Justin Fields, my jaw will drop. I will be shocked. Okay. You're going to okay. hear some oohs and ahs in the crowd, whoever it is. I don't think there will be a live, uh, live attendee. you know, with COVID. But I will be shocked when
3: mm-hmm. Trevor
6: Lawrence falls to us at two, take him. Don't get cute with it. Don't okay. move down from that point. If Trevor Lawrence is there, curves are, is what I anticipate that Trevor Lawrence will go number one because, you know, they got their fan base in Jacksonville. They probably want Trevor Lawrence because there's a lot of pressure on that franchise to do the right thing, go and take him. So I'm anticipating he will mm-hmm. go first. Justin Fields and Zach Wilson will be on the board. I'm going to be taking phone calls. Atlanta Falcons are the team that's sitting behind Miami at four. I've been thinking about this today. I'm going to move down to four. Let them come up get Justin Fields. Let the board fall to me. I think the Dolphins are going to take a wide receiver to probably Jamar Chase or Panay Sewell. I said that's fine. If they do, either way, let the board fall to me at four. If Zach Wilson is mm-hmm. there, take him. I'm taking Zach, Zach. Wow, so you're taking a quarterback From either one. way. Yes. That's the plan, wow. is to go on and fall down a couple of spots. and won't kill us. It won't really hurt us. Because Miami's sitting there. They're a key, key uh, a pick uh, position. And I trust that they're not going to take the quarterback. They like Tua. Tua's a solid, solid – he looked like a solid pro to wow. steal a little time. You know what I'm saying? The boy can fall to us at four. We can still get mm-hmm. one of our guys. You got the big three. That's Wilson, Fields, and Trevor Lawrence. I'm taking Zach okay. Wilson at four. and never look back.
1: Okay. I got a question though. Let's say Atlanta let's say Atlanta doesn't want to trade, right? They don't want to move up. Um, let's say Denver calls at ten. Uh huh. Are you willing to move okay. down to ten?
3: Oh.
6: Now if Denver calls. Yeah, at 10, tough question. I tell you, uh
3: let me see tough if question.
6: are if they're offering me multiple ones. At least two ones, offer me a, a, a package that's hard to turn down, yes. I will be biting, okay. biting my hand to lose out on Zach Wilson. I really like that young man. Not to say I don't like Justin Fields. But Zach Wilson mm. out of BYU has been very, very impressive. Very impressive. Only for me to trade down to 10 and lose out on him, they're going to have to give me a serious package. I'm talking about multiple okay. ones, twos, probably either threes. You know, teams like to break it up. They don't usually give you two and three. They might give you two and four and maybe a conditional yeah. pick on that back side. They give me the big package I'm looking for for this year's draft to give me that mm-hmm. two, three, or that two, four, and maybe a conditional pick on the back end, give me that one for 2022, possibly a one or a three for 2022, I do it. I move down like okay. those conditions. And those uh, multiple okay. first-round picks are, are the foundation of any uh, potential trade proposals. If I'm going to trade down, I've got to make it well worth it. It's got to be a haul. Then my draft okay. strategy would change. That's where the Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, he'll probably be gone. He probably won't make it to 10. I don't even know if, if Kyle Pitts will make it so to you'll 10.
1: So take, you'll, take, you'll take a tight end in the first round? You'll take a tight end at ten. Yes.
6: If I move down. Wow. Now, if, I, if I'm trading, let's say I trade down outside the top ten, then that's when you got guys like Wyatt Davis. You know, the only reason I don't take him high in the first is a little bit rich for a guard, unless it's Quentin mm. Nelson. So if I trade down, to what you're talking about, trade down a little further, that's when you hear the name uh, Wyatt Davis. That's who will come on my radar. All those other guys will be wow. gone. Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, I think is going to be gone. Several guys are going to be gone. They're going to all be gone. Now I'll let the board fall to me, and I'll go and take a wide Davis. It won't be a glamour pick, but nonetheless addresses the team need, which is a, a, you know upgrade offensive line. Guard position is key, and then I'm looking at that, that that other pick at the back end. Terrence Marshall is one of my favorite wide receivers in the draft. I like Jamar Chase, but I had the chance to take up some video on uh, Terrence Marshall. He's he's amazing. Rashad Bateman, Terrence Marshall. I look at the other pick at the top of the second round. That's when I'm going to look at Daniel Faleli the massive right tackle. Mm-hmm. I want to try to address my offensive line early and often and try to rebuild my line, ask some wide receivers, maybe take a Najee Harris if I get an extra second-round pick. Let the board fall to me in the second round. See how far Najee Harris falls. He falls to me, but that other pick in the second round, they'll see I make that trade, I'm taking him. I'm going to rebuild my okay. offense,
1: you know? Okay, and would you move down any further than ten or is ten for you to cut off
6: uh well to put it to tell you the truth to move down further than ten when we we're talking about a big haul, yeah, a big a big package okay. you know what I'm saying multiple two okay. uh, multiple ones probably a one for for twenty twenty two one for twenty twenty three something something of that y, yes, if I get that kind of package. Multiple twos, threes, twos, fours, conditional picks at the back end, fifth-round picks or whatever, you know, a really big package, yes. Under those okay. conditions, I would agree to it. That means I will forego okay. taking a quarterback, I build my offensive mm-hmm. of line, get some wide receivers and skill talent, and see what happens with Sam Darnold in 2020. That was going to be my next question
1: So so are you keeping Sam Darnold Or are you trading him as well Because you're said you taking a quarterback regardless So you're either going to end up with Phil DeLawrence, whoever falls at two if you stay at two Or even if you trade down, like you said You're still, you know, even if you get four You're still looking to to get a a Zach Wilson Or, or, you know, somebody like that So say you do take a quarterback What are you doing with Sam?
6: Now Sam Darnold, I'm going to probably Take him since I have the option on him 2020. Now I'm going to have to make some kind of decisions at some point in 2020, 2021. Whether I'm going to re-sign him. So what this means is, I guess before we even go into the break, whatever that uh we call the um the um bye week is, we're going to have to make some mm-hmm. decisions. you we're going to commit to him wholeheartedly. But you usually will know going into Cam how he looks, the preseason performance, how he looks, and then the first couple of games, three, four games out out of the break, you know. You'll know then what your decision is going to be. If he's struggling and mulling around and maybe mixed and maybe he throws two TDs, one interception, uh, has a loss, you know, still looks like he currently looks, then I'm going to have to make the decision. We're not going to exercise this option 2022. I'm going to have all those ones, three ones, uh, multiple early round picks for 2022, and I'm going to push my chips in the middle of the table. And I'm going to be banking on that I can package up those three ones alone and that that will jump me into the top top ten or top five in the 2022 draft, and I'll get my quarterback.
1: And that's if you don't take a quarterback. All right. Okay.
6: Okay. If we don't take a um,
1: quarterback. Yeah. For me. Right. Yeah. For, for me, I, I, and again, I'm a, I'm a guy that wants to stick with Sam. But I think if you're getting yeah. a quarterback in this – if you're getting a quarterback in this draft and you know that this is going to be your guy, in my opinion, I think you should immediately trade Sam Darnold because
3: yeah. this
1: is going to be – I think this is going to be the highest his value is going to be. Because if you yeah. don't, that's right. then what do you do? You take a you take a big chance that you go into, you know, the season and he doesn't look good and then you can't get anything for him. That's one of the issues that we're having right now, right? Because everybody's yeah, – some, some of the people that are talking about trading Sam Darnold – when they talk about the return we're getting nowhere near the return um, that we got you know, or, you know that we gave up we gave up like what three no, second round not picks no we're
6: going to get three third round and, picks
1: yeah we're, no, we're not
6: going to get any of sam so i that, think we'll probably, yeah, if you're we'll probably move on for him get, then just go ahead and two, trade him, we'll trade him during the draft. Pick. yeah will probably get a two and maybe we might get a fifth round pick as far as some kind of agreement on a package to trade sam Donald. i think mm-hmm. that's the best we can hope for i think because of the inconsistency missing times, uh, turnovers, teams are taking a risk, you know, to give us that, that draft compensation they would be giving us. So I don't think we're going to give him more than a two, maybe a four, a four-fourth or fifth-round conditional pick for Sam Darnold. That's the best we yeah. can hope
1: for. Yeah. Just don't look back. Yeah, you know, again, I'm, a guy, I'm a guy that, that wants to stick time. with Sam Darnold. I'm a guy that definitely uh-huh. wants to keep him on this football team. But I do understand and respect everyone's take. I do hear it, but – like you said, you know, trading down. I just—it's really tough for me to hear people say that they want to take Pitts, and it's because we're so bad at impact positions. Yeah. We're terrible. We're, we're terrible along our offensive line. We're terrible at wide yeah. receivers. We're, we have no pass rusher. People think that we still yeah. need corners, which I would—I wouldn't disagree. I don't think yeah. Les Austin is the number one. Um, I know but people you know still Hall. have questions about Hall and whether he's ready. So yeah. there's a lot of yeah. questions on this football team, and I get that Pitts is a is a very solid talent and he could be a very good tight end but we have yeah no wide receivers we don't have enough and I, to me, I but just you know, I could not see taking a uh, tight end over a, over a guard yeah. or wide receiver. I just I can't see it. But you
6: know the 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 Pitts pick is only a basically a vintage best player available. Now if I choose to go on and you know, uh, force it and go for an offensive lineman, <laughs> you know obviously I'm going to be be much further down, and they're going to be gone anyway. Kyle Pitts is going to be gone. I don't expect him to make it out of the top ten. <laughs> I'd be shocked if he, if he falls outside of the top did ten. You-
1: did you just come on my show and use some Mike McCagnin draft advice? Did
3: you just do that? <laughs> oh, yeah. That infinite best
6: player available. Oh, my God. <laughs>
3: hell no. Hell no, no, no. Hell no, no.
1: hell no, no. Hell no, 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 no. <laughs> But you know, I, not, look, I, though, I, respect it, but I will not, I will not hear draft advice from Mike McCagnin. I won't do it. I won't do it. Yeah. I won't do it. No, My, but I hear, I hear Mike you. Mike McCagnin, you, you know, care. his I'm draft, draft work is what you really
6: messed us up, you know. <laughs> Taking all those defensive, those interior defensive linemen, Leonard, Leonard Williams, <laughs> and um, Sheldon Richards coming out of college, that really put us in this predicament. And then and, and Jamal Adams, yeah. you know, he was a talented safety at six. We could have traded down, added value. I don't think Joe Douglas is going to do that. I think he's going to trade down. If he doesn't trade down with that top that top two yeah. pick, at some point he'll trade down fairly early to add value. If he's going to be with that pick at the back end we got from Seattle, or if he, if he yeah. falls that that fall, pick fall and go in and stay packed at the Seattle pick,
3: mm-hmm. he'll probably
6: trade down that number two number two pick in the second round. I don't know what our position is, whether it's number two or number three. In the second round, mm-hmm. he'll probably move down, add value. You know what he does. I, yeah. I like uh, Joe Douglas' approach to the draft. He understands the draft yep. by trading down, add, adding value, which is good. Let the ball, the, let the board fall to you, and there's still mm-hmm. good players that he had. Excellent players. Yeah. I'm looking at Troy Smith, Wyatt Davis, uh Daryl Shaw. The other tackle I'm looking at, I'm looking at some offensive linemen. at
3: Seattle. Yeah.
6: Now, I can't take yeah. an offensive lineman with that number two pick unless I take Panay Sewell. But uh, a lot of things, I guess, are pending. You know, it depends on what the new coach is going to want to do. And The mm-hmm. new coach I'm anticipating is going to want his quarterback. I'm not saying that some other people out there may not like Sam Donald, but at mm-hmm. least if we trade down and add value, let's say a new coach comes in, he likes Donald, I said, fine, we roll with Donald one more year. Joe Douglas should have that discretion to trade down, which I anticipate he will do. He will give us the picks, ammunition we need for 2022. So if Donald doesn't perform, we'll have all the chips we need to go on and make that deal, to package up, to move to the top of the draft, probably top five pick, and get our quarterback. So either way, yeah, we'll get our yeah. quarterback, whether it's this year
1: yeah.
6: or, or next year with the big trades.
1: You can bank yeah. on that. And I, you know, I don't. I don't want to go. I don't want to go too too deep in the draft. But you bring up. You you always do this every time you call in. You get me to get going to talk about draft or free agency every single time. But a lot of the points that you brought yeah. up is something that you know we talked about in the past as well. And I've brought up is that everybody is really concentrated on this on the the, the number two pick at this point, which is understandable. But let me tell you, there is yeah. value to be had in that Seahawks pick at the bottom of the first round. And I think a lot of people are not oh, thinking yeah. about that. A lot of people are really solely focused on that pick. But let me tell you what, you can trade yeah. down and still get solid capital because you'll be either sitting at the very bottom of the first or the top of the second too. And let me tell you something, a lot of people yeah. looking past guys, if this if this wide receiver class, it, it, it's being talked about in the same light that last year's wide receiver <laughs> class was, let me tell you, Jefferson yeah. with the with the Vikings, he was picked late in the first round. That's right. He was, I think, he was twenty four, or oh, yeah. something like that. I think they were in the twenties. Uh, and let me tell you, that dude is lighting this damn league up. <laughs> he is yeah, lighting his joint up. up. I'm feeling so, people. You like can still oh, find oh, very oh, solid, oh, Justin, solid. Justin. Uh, Mike Pittman as well with the Colts. Mike Pittman in the top of the second, he looks extremely good That's too. Right. Uh, so there's talent to be Ooh. found and getting that talent, everyone's yeah. focused on getting one player. We need so much, we need to hit at multiple spots. That's why trading down and accumulating picks and accumulating talent is so important to our yeah. rebuilding process. Because you brought it up, I mean you use Mike McCag. <laughs> but, but it took Mike McCagg years yeah. <laughs> to ruin this football team and we we're feeling the yeah. after effects. You know, you know what I mean? Mike <laughs> This is that's for you, Michael you Kelly. Know, the, the, really yeah. the inability to draft beyond the first round is what really did so much. Go ahead.
6: The inability to draft beyond the first round did a lot of damage. He would hit on the Fact. first round pick, but then within a year, two years, he would he would have to release all his other picks. All except the mm-hmm. first round picks, the Leonard Williams, the Jamal Adams, Sheldon Richardson, everyone else wound up being yep. released. And that was yep, that was some yep. uh, bad news that all those players just, just just couldn't cut it. I don't think that's the case with uh Joe Douglas. I like Denzel Mims, the undrafted prospect Bryce Hall looks like he's gonna be a solid corner. Got Brandon Man, the punter. Only pick I didn't like obviously the James Moore pick. I don't know. I think they were <laughs> I think he was kind of slipping on that pick when he made that selection. You know, yeah. know, that was on the board. Peebles Jones, the wide receiver was on the board. Uh Curtis Weaver, I think, was on the board who I wanted badly. We took James yep. Morgan. That's the only disappointment I had. But I don't I don't anticipate I don't
1: anticipate that happening again. <laughs> I think he's gonna I, stay I, I'll, focused. You, I, I'll I'll give you one thing. I, I honestly I thought we should have traded and we talked about this at nauseam, but if yeah. we had traded Jamal Adams before that draft, like I wanted us to, we could have C D Lamb right yeah. now. And we wouldn't even be talking yeah, about him right. wide receiver. We'd have a number we one, we'd C. have Lame. C D Lamb. Yeah, we'd yeah. have C D Lamb, we'd have Mims, you know, it would have been a lot less issues. But it is what it is. We got the capital now. Uh, this is going to be my last question before I let you go. You're always great to speak with. What is your final score prediction oh, yeah. for this Jets game against the Patriots?
6: I'm hoping for a 34-10 score by the Jets. I want to see dominance. I want to see us kick them while they're down. Obviously, they're a shell of what mm. they were when Tom Brady's with them. This is the time now to jump on them and beat them up. You know, like the bully that's always beating you up every day. You're trying to go to school. He just, got, you know, he'll see you coming. You at the gate and or around your local neighborhood will be walking. Yeah, that's
1: a and fact. Beat that's him him a up. fact. Yep, yep. Well, All right, so listen, I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. It was great to speak to you. Next time I have a show, I want to hear you from too, you. Buddy. Happy New Year's to you and your family, man. And you have a good night.
6: And you too, buddy. And you take care. It's always a pleasure talking with you. We'll talk again.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You have a good one. YouTube. Phenomenal call. That listen, that's my guy from North Carolina. All right. That's my guy from North Carolina. He knows his Jets. He knows his Jets. And every time he calls in and gets me to talk about free agency in the damn draft. Every time. Even though I try to, you know, because that's gonna be coming up and we're definitely gonna talk about that. Everybody's gonna be calling in. We're gonna be talking about quarterbacks for quite a while. I'm gonna continue this show throughout the year, so you know y'all gonna see me even in the off season. You gonna see me, you know what I'm saying? At least once a week, we're gonna talk about the Jets, what we got coming up in the off season. So that's gonna continue. But I'm gonna to start to close the show out. Listen, I wanna thank everybody for calling in tonight. Apologize to Blog Talk; they always hate me. I get calls, Blog Talk crashes. It is what it is. They're you know they're working on it. Blog Talk is always tripping, but let me tell you, I want to thank everyone for calling in. It was phenomenal. All the new callers that I had, thank you uh, for calling in and sharing your takes tonight. You know, Again, I respect everybody's take. I may not agree with your take. I may not agree, but I do respect it. I do respect it. You know, And I'll give everybody their chance to be listened to. You know what I'm saying? Again, do not call in cursing on my show because I will get you out of here. But as long as you show respect on my show, I'll hear you out. I may not agree, but I'll hear you out. You know what I'm saying? So, With that said, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me show you to promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about you folks like I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ00. YoungJ000. That's my my, uh, Twitter handle. Go ahead. Follow me, I'll follow you right back. You're going to troll me, no issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, okay? I'll troll you right back. And I'll have my Darnold jersey on, too. I know people think this is going to be his last game ever. We'll see. I'm sticking with my guy, all right? Anybody asks me, I'm telling you right now, I want us to stick with Sam Darnold and trade down. But we'll see what happens. Also, you can hit me up at uh, the Long Beach Joe Show on Twitter. That's the show's uh, Twitter handle. Hit me up. I'm telling you. Talk to me, I'll talk back. I love going back and forth with folks. About, you know, this football team and everything that we've got going. I'm also on YouTube as well You can watch the live streams of the show there at the Long Beach Joe Jets The Long Beach Joe Jets. All right, hit me up on there subscribe Thumbs up my video thumbs up my streams, you know comment I'll go back and forth with you on there as well And it's always people when you see me in person you see me in person it is arms out chest open free hugs for everyone The hugs are absolutely free. They will cost you absolutely nothing. You know what I'm saying? They will always remain free, no matter what anyone tells you. All right? So I want to thank you folks for listening. Thank you folks for calling in. You folks have a good one. Peace out.